Where they yeah. always have the black light. There's like, <laughs> stains yeah. everywhere. Buying I mean, a mattress off of Craigslist is wild. If I was getting death threats, no matter how much money I have, it, that's gonna affect me. Thanks for tuning in. This is Tyler. What up? This is Zach. This is the No Structure Podcast. No um, hot headlines. Hot headlines. Episode fifty-three. Episode fifty-three. 50, or these episodes are starting to zoom by a little quickly. Yeah. Um, did you see last night that Trump refused to denounce the Quanon and said he didn't know anything about that, but if he did, that they're against pedophilia? I don't know anything about that shit, but if I did... Yep. Saw that same shit. Uh, Plies had a reply for that, too, which oh, was pretty funny. Awesome. On uh, Instagram. It's Plies, baby. Yeah. Mexican Senate will vote to federally legalize cannabis in the next two weeks. I saw that, that, uh, that they were moving towards it. I just assumed that it was already legal down there. I didn't know that it wasn't. That is a good point. I guess I kind of assumed everything was legal down there. Yeah. Yeah, I, guess, I always just felt like there was no rules down there. Yeah. I think that that will be good um, when it comes to, like, cartel control. Mm-hmm. Where, I mean, if it's legal, anybody can sell it. Which right. I feel like now it's not the country's problem. It's, like, individual people who are trying to sell. Right. They're going to have an issue with, you know, cartel and shit. Right. I wonder if violence with the cartel will go down once it's legalized. I don't know. Yeah. Interesting. We'll have to... Keep up to date on that. Did you see a Taliban spokesperson says they support Trump for U.S. president and hope he will remove American troops from Afghanistan? Bro, we are living in a bizarre world. Yeah, that's weird. I think even, I think it was Bin Laden's daughter or something came out and endorsed Trump too. Really? Yeah. Wild. And it's basically just because they know that Trump's going to remove people? I guess. I guess they can retake their power back in that region. I don't know. It is crazy that the term Taliban is so stigmatized. Like, they are the enemy, right? Right. But that's, like, the name of their military. Yeah, it's crazy. And also, like, you know what the, um, what is it, the Antifa? Mm-hmm. You know, Trump's running around saying Antifa. I feel like Antifa is just this generation's version of insurgent. Like, remember when George Bush was invading Iraq and he's like, insurgent, this, but we didn't know what a fucking insurgent looked like? Yeah. Now Antifa's like that. A blanket term for someone who fits a general description. Right. Yeah. Wearing black and protesting. Exactly. <laughs> Justin Trudeau. It's a Canadian prime minister, right? Yep. What he said was the U.S. is not in a place where we would feel comfortable reopening those borders. We see the cases in the U.S. and elsewhere around the world, and we need to continue to keep these border controls in place, which I don't blame him I at all. Not at all. I just think it's so crazy that Canada is shutting off the border to the U.S. Yeah. When we always joked around that we were going to do it to them. Yeah, or that how everyone was like, oh, we're going to flee to Canada, blah, yeah. blah, blah. Like, bro, you're not <laughs> going nowhere. Not, the Canada's want you. Yeah, you're not going nowhere. Yeah, I've been, uh, I've followed a couple people from Canada on Instagram, and they've been, like, reporting how um, numbers are starting to spike up there, too. So it's probably just a precaution thing for both sides. For sure. But, I mean, uh, cases have been spiking up in the U.S. again. I think yesterday there was almost 60K, so I don't know. Shit's getting wild. Yeah. Or more wild than it's already been. Uh, did you see that Trump when he was getting when he was leaving the hospital? He apparently came up with this plan that he wanted to wear loose fitting clothes to make himself look more sick than he was. But underneath the loose fitting clothes, he would have a Superman shirt and he was going to rip his shirt open and show that. <laughs> it's funny that he thinks that that's like like that's going to win him votes. Yeah, it's also funny because I know his followers are going to fucking love that. Oh shit. yeah, dude, there's going to be fucking mega 2020 Superman shirts and shit. Wow. Then Superman is going to be associated with white supremacy. That's going to be a whole shit show. Yeah. A new paper shows that restoring 15% of land previously converted for human use 
could avoid 60% of expected species extinctions. I thought that was interesting because us as humans, like we are takers. Yep. And all we do is just take, 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 take. Yep. Fuck the environment. And who knows at some point where we could actually prevent species from dying out. I wonder how many yeah. species have been extinct since modern civilization. Right. Or how many we have to like have scientists control in order to keep them from going extinct. Like mm-hmm. we have to recreate shit and do all that and repopulize. Yeah. I'm sure the endangered species list is long as fuck. Oh, for sure. And then there's people out there that hunt those endangered species for sports. So. Yeah. Wild stuff. Um, in recognition of efforts during a historic season, NBA Commissioner Adam Silver informed league employee informed league employees in thank you letter that they are all receiving a thousand dollar bonus and four Fridays off beginning October thirtieth, as well as Thanksgiving week. Mm. But that's pretty cool. That's cool. That's dope. And shout out to the NBA because no cases the entire time they were in the bubble. Yeah, I want to know who organized the bubble to begin with. Yeah, because you would think that they would be looked at from like governments or something. Right. Yeah. Like, I mean, the, the fucking NBA is doing a better job at handling the coronavirus than the president. Then yeah, the president, or if you want to, I obviously it's a bubble, but if you want to look at it at a state standpoint, that's true. I mean, Uh, I see, I saw the NFL too. Now cases are starting to spike up in the NFL. Like Cam Newton was sick last week and now there's another Patriots player that tested positive supposedly. So I think it'll look crazy out there. Yeah. I love how the NFL is just like, oh, we'll reschedule it. No big deal. We'll just just push it a day away. (laughs) Well, they're also talking about, so they rescheduled the Patriots game from last weekend to supposed to be this week. And now they're talking about rescheduling this one too, because there's another Patriots player that got sick. Yeah. Why not just like pause? Yeah. And then continue at a later date. Just like the NBA. Yeah. Find a fucking bubble. Yeah. Like I heard, uh, Walt, uh, Walt Disney world's open. (laughs) I know. Right. Yeah. I heard that, uh, those uh, hotels have been vacated now. Yeah. Um, speaking of COVID though, new studies suggest that people with blood type O may have lower risk of COVID-19 infection. Interesting. People with type A and A, a, B may have increased risk. Even more interesting. Do you know what blood type you have? No. I don't know what blood type I can't. I, I, I've got, I knew, knew a long time ago. I just don't remember what it is now. How do you find that out? Uh, I think you can just get like a blood test. I don't, yeah, I'm not too sure. Honestly. <laughs> you go to the doctor's office just to find out what blood type you have. Yeah. Which I mean, I guess is not too wild. Well, you can just like schedule a physical and then just be like, hey doc, by the way, since I'm here, can you tell me what my blood type is? That's true. I got to get a physical this year. Fuck. Yeah, same. I wonder if, um... Maybe you can get your blood. They'll tell you your blood if you go and donate blood. But I don't think they've ever said anything to me before. But then again, I've never asked. So Yeah, who knows? Uh, staying on Corona, actually, did you see that Johnson & Johnson uh, paused all their trials of the COVID vaccine because somebody got sick? Really? Yeah. A volunteer. Someone, someone got sick from COVID? They didn't say. They said unexplained illness. Oh, boy. And then also um, AstraZeneca also stopped their vaccine trials because of another unexplained illness, too. Oh, no, they did because of side effects. Not trying to make this like a funny situation because that's not good, obviously. Yeah. But what if this person turned into a zombie? That would be wild. And they're like really like dumbing it down like, oh, yeah, they got sick. Well, did you see that video of that white lady that was like harassing that black dude and she was like glazed over in her eyes and she had a dog with her and she threw the dog at the black guy? Yeah. That shit was crazy. And then I saw another video of uh, just a random white dude that just randomly started attacking a news or he tried to attack a news reporter and the cameraman stepped in and he tried to beat up the cameraman, but... There was like no re- like there was nothing that happened before he just started trying to attack. That shit looked like bath salts or some shit though. Yeah, that chick. Yeah. Oh, that chick was on some fucking yeah. shit. I um, felt sorry for the dog. Yeah, man, the dog squealed. I, didn't the guy pick up the dog? Yeah, like, he said this dog's not yours yeah, anymore. My dog, bitch. Uh, speaking of COVID though, uh, did you see that there is the first confirmed reinfection case and the lady died? That's weird because I saw a girl that I know that she's gotten COVID twice or she claims that she's gotten COVID twice. Whoa. So I don't, that's weird. She should have got a document because she could have been claimed first. <laughs> yeah. And I don't know, like, 
it sounds, I mean, she said she got COVID twice, but I don't even know if she got tested. So yeah, well now there's like serious concerns about how long immunity and antibodies can last, which is obviously the big thing when it comes right. to vaccines and stuff. Yeah. And Trump's running around saying that he's immune to it now because he got it already. <laughs> Watch him be the second case of reinfection. Oh, man. Um, I thought this was really dope. The street in front of Trayvon Martin's high school will be re- renamed Trayvon Martin Avenue in honor of his life. That is cool. And that's really dope. I'm surprised it took this long. Yeah, that's true. I thought that would have happened a long time ago, but either way, still dope. Yeah. Uh, I don't want to keep talking about COVID, but uh, it's a very relevant topic these yeah. days. <laughs> it's like the number one topic in the debates and everything, too. So Yeah. Um, but before... Scientists said that COVID-19 can live on services for up to 14 days. Mm-hmm. Yeah, apparently it's 28 days. Jesus. Yeah. Because didn't they say that they, didn't they come back and say that that wasn't true, that they didn't, they didn't think that you could get infected by like touching something that somebody else touched, even if they were COVID infected? Yeah, in the beginning, things were confusing as fuck. Yeah. And then they just kind of agreed on 14 days, but now it's 28 days. Um, so like touching things like cell phones, ATM machines, countertops, shit like that. Jesus. 28 days, bro. That's wild. I wonder how long the, um, I, I know it says 28 days, but does it have to be like right after somebody sneezes and you touch it and then deal it? Or does the disease just live on a countertop? Like it, how far is the, or how long is the like inc- infection period for a person? Yeah, I guess it doesn't say like out of those 28 days, how many of those days can you get infected? Like, can you, yeah. Can you get yeah. infected by it? Yeah. I think that's a good question too. Like, is it actively contagious? For 28 days, or is it only contagious a few of those days? Right. And then just still, but can still live and yeah. be on that surface. Yeah. Yeah, yeah wild. Um, oh, Isaiah Thomas, shout out to Coma, has announced that his production company, Slow Grind Media, will be launching a publishing imprint, Slow Grind Publishing. And their first book is called The Hoops Heist, which is about Seattle basketball and the history of Seattle basketball. That's cool. Speaking of um, Isaiah Thomas, I saw this post that he posted and it was talking about how he was trying to get Kobe's. He actively tried to buy Kobe's even though Nike mm-hmm. sends him hella shit. Yeah. And he was like, bro, like, I can't even get them. Yeah. Like, I'd be waking up at 7 a.m. trying to hit the, you know, checkout and I still can't even get them. So even Isaiah Thomas takes L's. Yep. Just like us. And you know what sucks too is uh, when they did that package thing, you know, when they were releasing like two of the Kobe fives and then they released the Mamba jerseys. Yeah. I would think that they would make them more widely available because it's a Kobe thing, you know, but. They just kind of just fucked over fans, honestly. I don't think that that matters, though. Like, imagine if they did make enough shoes so that five or so that each person can have five pairs of shoes. Yeah. That's hella shoes, right? Yeah. Bots are still going to bot that shit up. That's true. Like, we're over here talking as if the people who do get these shoes only buy one pair. Yeah, but I'm talking about, like, at least the shoes I get, but, like, for the jerseys, they should have just put them in stores instead of making it a limited edition online, especially with Kobe's passing. Like, they said that the reason why they didn't want to do that is because they didn't want to make money off of his memory or whatever, but it's like, I don't think people will care about that as long as they can are able to get the jersey. Mm -hmm. Because they do have Kobe jerseys out there, but they're $300 on Mitchell and Ness. Yeah, crazy. And I love Kobe, but I think even he would take a little bit of a... A pissed off mood if you knew that the only jersey you could get for fans is a three hundred dollar one. Mm-hmm. Andy Samberg and Craig Robinson team up for Super High, a comedy where smoking weed gives you superpowers. Interesting. Yeah, I will be tuned into that. Oh, I will be for sure. Yeah. Um, speaking of TV shows, actually, did you see that Dexter's returning to Showtime for a ten episode limited series? What? With Michael C. Hall coming back? What? I think that's really cool. Fuck yeah, dude! I love that. Yeah, I love Dexter. Do you? What do you think happened at the end? Do you think he died or? I mean, I know they showed him, like, somewhere else in the, as a woodsman or whatever, but... Mm, that's a good question. I don't know, dude. I feel like he died and was reborn, not in, like, a spiritual sense. Like, 
he drifted off into the ocean, into the darkness, and then came back as a different person. Not like in a spiritual sense, he just survived that, and now he's a different person. He's not the same swallowed by darkness that he is. But I will say, so I don't think it was the last season, but the season before that, when him and his sister had the thing, mm-hmm. that kind of took me out of it. Yeah. After uh, the Trinity Killer took out the wife... Like, it was hard for me to watch this. Not because they were bad. It was just like, damn, they. this is only season three, and there's three more seasons. They already killed the wife off. It's yeah. Like, fuck. I mean, he's had a lot of girl sins. I kind of yeah. get that if you want to keep the story pushing. Yeah. I felt bad for the kids. Yeah. That shit was crazy. Who was the Trinity Killer? Wasn't it like one of those old... I was going to say, wasn't it Frasier? No, it was the Third Rock from the Sun guy. Kelsey Grammer? No, that's Frasier. Oh, yeah, that is Frasier. Third Rock from the Sun. Um, he looks like Frasier, though, right? No. Come on, internet. Uh, John Lithgow. Oh, I mean, bald white dude. <laughs> they all look the same to me. I see Kelsey Grammer. I mean, I guess they look similar. It's pretty much just the haircut and being white, so that's yeah. why I got him confused. Dude, he's probably so rich. Yeah. Does, didn't he produce a bunch of stuff, too? Yeah, he produced the game. Did you know that? Yeah. It's, uh, like, isn't it? He has like four or five black TV shows, doesn't he? Probably. Or if that's the same Kelsey Grammer. The game was actually a really good show. Well, yeah, for the first, show. like, couple seasons, it got a little weird. I'm looking at, looking at uh, I can't talk. I'm looking up his net worth, and it says he is worth $80 million. But oh, to God me, damn. that doesn't sound right. Yeah, he should be worth more. Like 800 I think you guys forgot a zero in there. When they put the net worth, though, is that just a yearly one, or is that overall? Could be yearly. I don't uh, know. Who knows? Anyways, we just got to, like, change it about Kelsey Grammer. <laughs> yeah. Every time I hear Kelsey Grammer, I think of that Drake line. I don't even remember how it goes. Oh, uh, something, something, your girlfriend's Kelsey Grammer. Like, I'm riding to your girl, Kelsey Grammer. Yeah. That, that's like kind that. of a bar back in the day. Yeah. <laughs> I'm glad he stepped his lyrical game up since then. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Did you have any more? Uh, yeah. Uh, I thought this was really dope. Kyrie Irving uh, financially saved his high school alma mater, St. Patrick's. Um, Al Harrington was just on, I think, a podcast talking about how like Kyrie not only met with financial investors to make sure that the school stayed open, but he also took... Because I think his school was private, so he took care of a bunch of tuition for uh, some kids. I think it was... a. Uh, it says 180 students, and he paid for the tuition of another kid that had a brain disorder. Oh, wow. Yeah, so, I mean, Kyrie gets a lot of negative press, but he does a lot of good shit. I don't get how he could get negative press anymore. I don't either. I think it's just because he's kind of like Wale, but for basketball. Like, people don't like him because of his personality, but that doesn't mean that he's not doing good shit or, you know. People just yeah. automatically write him off because they don't like him as a person because he's labeled a bad teammate and stuff but i just don't see it like off the court he seems like he's a very humble um helpful person and like a community serving person yeah Yeah. like it seems like his parents taught him well yeah um i did have one more this one is kind of sad um actually yay we're gonna end on a sad note i know but i think it's important to talk about this so 20 22 year old nevin baker was found hanging from a tree tuesday night in baker's park orlando uh, Orlando police immediately ruled it as a suicide despite his hands being tied behind his back, bruises on his face, and missing teeth. What the fuck? This is like the 10th person, or uh, there's probably more cases that I haven't seen, but people are continue to be found hanging in trees and they keep automatically ru- ruling it suicides. How can you hang yourself right. with your hands tied behind your back? Exactly. Well, it's just like when we were talking about uh, a couple weeks ago when we had the BBC podcast where we were talking about the, the kid that got rolled up in the, mm, the wrestling, wrestling mat, mat and yeah. his organs were missing and stuff. It's like, you guys can't even hide the fact that some foul shit was going on. Yeah. So crazy. Rest in peace to him. I hope he gets justice and I hope the fucking Orlando police actually do their job and investigate that. Yeah, but I mean, while, at this point, asking police to do the bare minimum of their job seems to be pulling legs. Ooh. But yeah. 
That's hot headlines. <laughs> yeah. All right, man. There's a new dating app that's launched. Instead of a photo of a person, it shows a photo of their bedroom, car, kitchen, shoes, how they had their tea, coffee, things like that. What photo would tell you the most about someone and which photo would you be most interested to choose um, to see to potentially choose your date? So going off that, I know you've been off dating apps for a while. It's been a hot minute, bro. Yeah, but they, they do kind of do that where you can like hook your Instagram up so people can see your Instagram and you can also hook like your Spotify up so people can see what you're listening to. Okay. But I do think that that's a dope idea to be able to look through people's interests. The only problem I have with that though is so many people could fake interest on there just so that people will match with them and then they can fuck them. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but for me, I think that'd be cool. I'd love to see like what people are reading, what people are listening to. Like, different things like that. Are you, like, a female that's a sneakerhead? That would be dope to me. What if, based off of what you just said about, um, like, tricking the system Mm -hmm. of putting fake interest, what if you do have to use legit pictures that you have in your social media, but you can only crop out, like, a circle, like, a circle of the background, so it only gives you, like, glimpses of the background? Mm. You know what I mean? And obviously, if you have, like, like, if you have, like, a lot of beach pictures, it's not going to work for you. Right. But if you have like a picture of like your room or like this will like incentivize incentivize people to post the criteria. Right. And there should be like some facial recognition. So automatically delete your picture if it sees like a face. Yeah. I think that's would be too much work for something like Tinder. Yeah. I I mean, it'd have to be a new app. Yeah. I don't think they'd put the legwork in. I feel like when you're looking for the like if you're on Tinder or you're on um, like Bumble or any of those. I mean, Bumble's a little different than Tinder, but like Tinder, I feel like those are hookup ones. Uh-huh. So people aren't going to care what other people's interests are. They're just looking to fuck. But if you are trying to find like somebody that matches your interest, then maybe use like a match.com or something like that. Uh-huh. It's more like geared towards actually finding somebody to date rather than finding somebody to just fuck. Yeah. I mean, isn't that one, that one costs money, right? I don't know. I've never used it. Hmm. I wonder how algorithms work. We'll get back to the question in a second. Mm. I wonder how algorithms work when it comes to like just pretty much putting in your interest and then another person putting in their interest because obviously if you guys match certain things and it's an obvious match. Right. But for the most part, people aren't going to match everything. That's true. So like what things like hold more weight? You know what I mean? Like if this person likes this, that means they're more likely to be interested in this whole group on this other side type shit. Yeah. I don't know. I'm over here trying to figure out how I want, they should. Uh, they should be able to link up their audibles so I can see what they're reading. Yeah. That would tell me a lot. Like, yeah. what kind of books you're interested in. 48 Laws of Power. Yeah. <laughs> Great book, by the way. Great book. Great book. Um, yeah, I feel like uh, with, like, Tinder and Bumble, you're just shooting, like, your half-court shot hoping to hit whatever. Mm-hmm. But, like, Match.com is more like a... Uh, or, like, those websites where it's more geared towards specific interests is more of you, like, shooting a mid-range jumper that you know you're comfortable hitting every time mm-hmm. rather than just heaving it from half-court hoping that you hit something. I get that. Yeah. So what things from someone... Like, let's say a house. Let's say that you were just going to go into the house. Wasn't there a TV show about this on MTV back in the day? Room we Raiders? got to like, Room Raiders, yeah. yeah. Right. That shit was nasty. Remember, they yeah. always had the black light. There was like, like, upstates <laughs> yeah. everywhere. What things, if you were to walk into a potential date's house, like, what things would you want to see first? Uh, probably tidiness. Okay. Like, so, are you a clean person? Like, when it comes to, like, their bedroom, bathroom, kitchen, like, Everything. does it matter? Everything. Okay. Especially the kitchen and the bathroom. Like, the okay. room I could... You know, since it's just one little spot and you're only in the room unless you're, you know, having sex with somebody or you're in a relationship, you're the only person that's going to see your room. So that you can kind of get away with. But like the bathroom, the kitchen and stuff like, yeah, that should be clean. If you're like, a, there's pots and pans everywhere and stuff, you know, it's, it looks a little wild. What's like a, like a tiny detail that if you saw it, you kind of be turned off? 
Like, I know me, if I were to walk into a house and I were to go to the bathroom, because obviously, yeah, I would probably check the bathroom and the kitchen to see, like, how clean you are in general. Mm-hmm. If I saw, like, the toothbrush, like, hella frayed out. Yeah. I'd be like, oh, hell no, I can't fuck with this person. Yeah, or, like... Like, um, how often do you change your toothbrush? Yeah, or, like, just, like, spills on the counter. Mm-hmm. Like that, because that shit, even when I spill just even a little drop, I clean it automatically because I don't want to see that anymore. Yeah. But other people might not do that. So, like, if you just see spaghetti sauce all over their, uh, what's it called, stove top? Like, yeah. yeah. Oh, speaking of that, a dirty microwave. Dirty that, microwave I couldn't do, do it. it. I couldn't fucking do it, Yeah, bro. it's nasty. Yeah, but going off of things that would turn me off, tur- like the turns ons would be like maybe what their bookshelf has on it, mm-hmm. like what kind of pictures they have around their house. Is it all just them and their friends, or do they have their family members up there? Like kind of mm-hmm. that kind of stuff. Will that kind of stuff will show you what they value. So let's say that it was just all friends. Like, how would you take that? Um, either you have a really screwed up relationship with your family, or you just love your friends way too much. Okay. So is that a turnoff? Like uh, it's all friends. I think it just depends on the person. Like, I, I would have to know what the situation is first before judging them off of that. So it's not a turn off, but it's definitely a mental note. Yeah, it's definitely something like, oh, well, this is a lot of dudes on this wall, too. Yeah. <laughs> like, damn, I know those aren't all your brothers. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, and then, like, a movie collection, too. I mean, I think oh, that yeah. would tell a lot about a person. Shoe uh, collection. Yeah, shoe collection, for sure. I think shoe collection would be huge for me. Same. You don't even have to have a lot of shoes, but I think the types of shoes you pick is very important. For sure. Because it shows your style. And I think from style, a whole bunch of... Remember how we were just talking about the algorithm thing? Mm-hmm. I think from style opens a whole bunch of doors about similar interests. Definitely. Yeah. Most definitely. Yeah. I completely agree with that. Like, I bet you, like, your guys' music tastes will be similar. I bet you, like, the types of activities you guys like to do are similar. Mm-hmm. All based off of the st- uh, styles of shoes. You yeah, it's I mean? very true. Yeah, I thought that was an interesting question. I saw it on Reddit. Reddit has hella questions. Yeah. Yeah, dating dating apps are just weird. They're, they're trying to do more of that stuff so that people get more interest from other people. But a lot of profiles, too, they don't even, like, put a pro, like a uh, bio or anything on there. It's just their Instagram handle. Mm-hmm. I do feel like a lot of girls, especially on those ones, are only on there to try and gain an Instagram follow. Like, oh, I'm hot. Come follow my Instagram because I'm never on here, quote, unquote. Yeah, I'm sure it works for them. Oh, I'm sure because I've definitely followed some pages. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I was like, damn, she's fine. For sure. Um, if you were to start a dating app, like, what would you do? What would yours be around? Like your basis, would it be around like, um, like a Tinder style or would it be around like a, a deep connection, like a, uh, e-harmony type thing? Yeah. I think like kind of what you were saying about the e-harmony thing, but instead of people posting profile pictures, like going off of your idea, they just post their interest and stuff. So you don't see what they look like, but you see what their interests are. And then you can match with them based on their interests and then it will show you a picture. So you're not just Mm -hmm. going off of looks. That would actually be really cool. It'd be interesting to see the types of people that you uh, end up liking. Like, That's true. Come to find out you had an Indian fetish and you didn't even know. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe. Like, yeah. damn, I matched 10 Indian girls <laughs> in a row. That's crazy. Damn, but all of them just said that they like gyros. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> all right, you want to get into this uh, fans pushing it too far? Yeah. Man, this shit is crazy. So did you see um, after what was last Friday, Game 5, right? Mm-hmm. Danny Green was getting death threats from... Well, suppose of Lakers fans. I don't know who these people are. I think they're secretly Clippers fans. But giving him death threats, threatening his wife, um, commenting. Like, I saw, um, I always forget the two brothers mixed up. I don't know if it's Marcus or Markeith, one of them, the Morris brothers. Uh-huh. The one that plays for the Lakers. People went back to his post about uh, Black Lives Matter, like the black square, and were commenting on it. I hope you die. You're trash. Like, all this shit. What's the line for fans? 
Because it seems like there is no line anymore. They definitely crossed it. Yeah, I feel like fans these days feel like just because they buy a ticket or they buy some merchandise that they have free reign to just say whatever the fuck they want. And they always usually do it in the spirit, like the team team spirit. Like, oh, I'm I'm uh, cussing this guy out online because I'm encouraging him to play better the next game. Mm -hmm. But threatening somebody's family? I mean, how low do you go? I just would never have it in me to say I'm going to kill you unless I'm really about to kill you. Yeah, I'm not... Especially over a fucking basketball game, dude. Oh, yeah, was I mad that Danny Green missed that shot, was missing shots? Sure, but I would never wish physical harm on him because of it. I have a couple things on that. First of all, I want to see, like, the people behind the screen. It's always people with, um, like, random pictures as their avatars. Never them. It's like, mm. saying a lot of them were pictures of Kobe. Man, Kobe wouldn't like this shit you guys are doing. So it's like, you're beyond afraid to show your personality, your person. Yeah. But you feel tough online yeah yeah it's crazy um my second thing is i want to know if any of these people bet their house on the game or some shit yeah like is like, there like an extreme case where someone really does feel that danny green fucked up their life yeah like I, i'm curious like yeah is, is that what triggered you to say this like now you're homeless because you decided to bet on the lakers and then that, that leads into a whole other thing about being financially responsible and not betting your house on oh, the Lakers. <laughs> i agree with you and going back to your question like where's the line like they still cross the line yeah for sure they cross the line but it's actually there is no but is they cross the line period right i'm just curious to see like what these people are about yeah to, to even get to the point of saying that because i don't even comment I don't have the energy to comment. Anything that I comment online is literally a question about something. Right. Literally, that's it. To the person. Yeah. And it's usually because I, I need some information about what they posted because I appreciate it for whatever reason. Right. right. I've never felt the need to be like, this is trash. Yeah. Do you know how much trash shit I see on a daily that, basis? And you're, you're just going out of your way to hate. Like, what's And I feel like that's that? a very minimal hate. Yeah. It's like, that's trash. But to take it to the level of, hey, I'm going to kill you. And not only... Am I telling you I'm going to kill you? I'm about to tag your wife or I'm about to hit her up individually and tell her to like, what? It's so wild, bro. For what? And the funny thing is, again, these people are all hiding behind fake avatars and shit. Like you're not even hiding man deep. Yeah. You're not even man enough to puff your chest and say your opinion for real. Yeah. I don't, I really don't get it. And this goes into, I mean, this isn't just in basketball. This goes into anything. Like if you ever look at like academics comments, some of the shit people say in his comments are fucking wild. I believe it. Like it's, we just got to this point where the internet and reality is just so bored that people think that they're synonymous with one another. Yeah. That, that's a fact. Yeah. And we've seen that like the level of things escalating over the years too. It started with the Pistons brawl mm-hmm. when fans thought that they could throw beer at players and not get punched in the face. Malice in the palace. Uh, do you remember Marcus Smart when he, when that, he supposedly said when he was at Oklahoma state that, uh, one of the guys in the front row called him the N word white guy. Oh, wasn't he like, he was talking shit back to him. I don't. I can't remember exactly. I thought he pu- he tried to punch him or something. He tried oh, to fight him. Oh, maybe he did. I know what situation you're talking about. You might be thinking of the Westbrook situation oh, too, because that's that what happened with yeah. Westbrook and the the um. Like he was talking shit. The or Golden the wife State. Yeah, the Golden State guy. Was it a guy? Well, yeah. So he fell. I think Russell Wilson fell on the wife when he was going for a ball, and then mm. he said that the the guy from Golden State said some kind of comment to him as he was doing it, and then tried to. Didn't he push Russell Westbrook? I don't remember. That's still too far as a fan. Yeah. Like, what are you doing, like, dude? It's just so crazy, and I hate when people say it's in the spirit of their team. Your team does not want you doing this buffoon shit online. Yeah. Like, that's not even a real fan. If you have to threaten the players because they're losing, you're not a real fan. Yeah. I think the biggest takeaway from this is we are fans. Yeah. They are doing something for us. Right. Where's the respect? Exactly. Like, 
What are you doing? Also, people think that just because they're multimillionaires and they're athletes that they don't see these things and are affected by these things either. If I was getting death threats, no matter how much money I have, it, that's going to affect me. Oh, yeah. In some I'm sort of way. Definitely tighten up my circle. That's for sure. Yeah. Yeah, it's just crazy. But shout out Danny Green, man. Um, he's a proven playoff winner, so a couple bad games shouldn't dictate his entire career. I remember watching game six in the beginning. I think he missed a three-pointer. I was like, damn, that sucks. And then he he made like a, a clutch little three. I was like, damn, he hella needed that shit. Yeah, I think he missed like the first two or three. And Something then like one, that. Yeah. But when he made it, I was like, thank God. Like, yeah, I was so happy for shit, him. I was hella happy too for uh, KCP, for Contavious Caldwell Pope. He had, a huge, oh, fuck yeah, dude. he had a huge series, and he's been one person, Lakers fans too. Lakers fans are actually kind of toxic, too. But they were, I think that's any team. They were talking so much shit about him and how he didn't deserve $17 million or whatever he got, that the only reason he got that is because he signed to the same agent as LeBron and all this stuff. Then he ended up having a huge series. Yeah, no, he did pop the fuck out. Good for him. You know what's funny, too? Did you know that he played with an ankle monitor on one time? Because he got a DUI when he was with the Lakers, and they they made him play with an ankle <laughs> monitor on <laughs> That's hella funny. He's a uh, what, like twenty seven, something like that. Yeah, he's not too old. Not too old. So um, he's a uh, he's got a long road ahead of him. Yeah, I'm excited. I think the Lakers might run it back next year. Just depends on. Uh, I can see. That. I see AD resigned. Yeah. Uh, the only thing is, the I think the Warriors are going to be really fucking good. Now. I mean, they were already really good before all the injuries. So a whole year of rest after they played what three or four finals in a row, mm-hmm. and now they have a the number two draft pick plus. Clay, Steph, Draymond, and uh, they'll probably, and they have Wiggins too, but I don't know. <laughs> but they might, uh, you know, they might trade and find another person to be in that. Yeah. There's always that uh, opportunity for a sleeper pick. So, yeah, I'm excited to see what the Warriors do next year, especially all healthy and all rested. That's going to be a dangerous team. Yeah. I'm curious to see what Miami ends up doing. Miami is nice, bro. I want to see them get um, like one really effective score. They like, need a another big, dude. That too. But I would love to see them somebody that get, get somebody that can consistently give them twenty to twenty five a night. Like who are you thinking would be a good trade? Oh, man, that's hard to say. I would like to see Demar Derozan there. I just, okay, yeah. Because he he would fit that culture, and he's he gets buckets. He's just doing it on the Spurs, who have had a bad season. But somebody like him, or I don't know, they just need somebody that's a consistent scorer, or even like a clutch six man. Yeah. They have a great team, though, man. I have nothing bad to say about that Miami team. They're great. I fucking love Jimmy Butler. I love mm-hmm. his story. I love his attitude. Bam's nice. Bam's nice. I love Tyler Hero. That kid's yeah, nice. nice. Uh, I like Kendrick Nunn. Fucking Duncan is... Duncan Robinson, yeah, bro. He... I love him, too, dude. <laughs> He's a He's great. I'll he was that. a D three. I think, D3 player. Oh, really? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, so shout out to them, man. And shout out to the Lakers. We fucking did it. It took 10 years, but we fucking did it. Yeah. And I can say we because I have suffered for 10 years. That's true. You've been a diehard day one. Yep. Just like when I'm the Mariners went. Oh, my God, dude. Yeah. I'm not going to stop partying the entire week. When, when is that going to happen? <laughs> yeah. By that time, I'll be in my grave. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> uh, Shit, by the time that happens, they're going to be in a different state. Yeah, who knows? Don't you wish that on me, Ricky Bobby. <laughs> <laughs> and shout out to the Seahawks, man. They're playing fucking amazing right now. Seahawks, Storm. I mean, Seattle teams are doing pretty good in general. Yeah, and we're about to get the Kraken next year. Yeah. It's about to get Kraken. I'm excited for that. I'm really fucking excited for that. Never hockey. been a hockey fan, but I'm going to Have now. you been to any hockey games before? Nope, I want to. Oh, I think man. we talked about that on here before. So great. I used to go to Thunderbird games when I was a kid. They were so fun. Yeah, I'm definitely down to go to a Kraken game. Where are they going to sure. play at? Uh, they're building the new stadium in Northgate. Okay. Really close to Northgate Mall. I didn't know that. I drive past it all the time, but I don't just pay attention. <laughs> I just fucking zone out, bro. It's just like Federal Way. Every time I drive past it, I don't even know the $2 theater's gone. I'm like, oh, shit. Yeah, <laughs> dude. I drove past it. I was like, what the fuck? 
Dude, and the Wendy's. Fairway Landmark. They took down the Wendy's? Oh, to, I, that's yeah. right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. so they left it up for a while, and it was open, even though they tore down everything around it, like the Laser Quest and all that. And yeah. I was like, all right, they might keep the Wendy's. And all of a sudden, they just fucking took it down. I was like, damn it, where am I supposed to get my 444 now? Yeah. <laughs> Let's have that conversation real fast. What do you think is the best fast food place? The best fast food place? Like the best fast food burger. I'm impartial to Wendy's. Yeah. I really like their burgers. I like Wendy's burgers. They're really salty. They're salty and they actually taste like they're, um, I like how like the outs, like the corners of it are like almost like cr- not crunchy, but yeah. they're like hard yeah. a little bit. I feel you because um, I really love Wendy's burgers, but I almost feel like they're the worst for you out of all of them. Oh, for sure. Like that Baconator, bro. I love that <laughs> shit, but I know that that's not good for me to be eating. Bro, I always get a triple stack. Oof. Yeah. I, so good. I just, it just sits there too, though. Yeah. I feel like a close contender is a Whopper. Yeah, actually, uh, Burger King was one that I never really liked when I was a kid. But, mm-hmm. like, lately, I've been going and getting Whoppers more often than I used to. For what reason? I don't know. I just like Whoppers now. I think uh-huh. it's the way that they cook the the burger, too. It kind of reminds me of Wendy's. It's like a, it tastes fresh, but when you go to McDonald's, it just tastes like, it tastes like when you go to the store and you buy the breakfast sausage patties and you just warm them up in the microwave. Mm-hmm. It doesn't actually taste like it was really cooked. Yeah, McDonald's has never been that good to me. I do like Big Macs, but they're yeah. like sliders to me. Like, they're so yeah. fucking small. And Big Macs are, like, one of those things It's like, every once in a while, it's good to have. It's not something that I could consistently eat. I used to like their quarter pounders, but they started getting smaller and smaller. So, I was like, yeah. dude, I'm not paying $9 for a quarter pounder meal, and it's the same size as a McDouble or whatever. Yeah, Wendy's is where it's at, man. I fuck with Wendy's. I really don't eat fast food like that, though. Yeah, me neither, but Wendy's is usually my go-to when I do. Yeah. Especially four for four, bro. You get a double stack and some, some French fries and uh, a drink and nuggets for four bucks. Damn, I did not know that. Yeah, it's deals. I might have to do that. I'm on this diet right now because uh, baby Marley is sensitive to everything. So Taylor's obviously breastfeeding, so she has to do this diet. And it's just a lot easier just to make everyone's food the same in the house. You know what I mean? So it's no wheat, no dairy, no soy. We actually brought soy back. Okay. Which is good because um, I don't know if you realize this, but everything that's not dairy is soy. So that was a fucking struggle. Yeah. A struggle week. So, yeah. But once this shit's over, once she's done breastfeeding, bro, I'm about to get that triple stack. Yeah. Straight straight to the palace. Straight. (laughs) Feel me? Uh, Conspiracy talk? Conspiracy talk. This one gives a new definition to stuffing money in your mattress. Uh, 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 uh. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, We are talking about mattress money laundering. Yeah. So what do you got? I got some weird stuff, but this is like obscure facts about it. So. Okay. Let me say this. Um, I looked up mattress businesses in this area Mm -hmm. there's nine within 15 miles which is crazy that's fucking crazy yeah of the nine five of them are mattress firm oh which is fucking crazy yeah that's hella of one company right within 15 miles there's like one safeway every fucking 45 miles but you got exactly mattress firms or five five mattress firms nine mattress businesses the this raises the big question like is there truly a demand for mattresses or is this a money laundering front well, when's the last time you replaced your mattress? We replaced ours last year, but we ordered it. Yeah, mine was like four years ago, and I got it at Sears. Okay. I didn't even go to this mattress place. And I've been to mattress places before, and it's funny, because I, when I was doing research on this, everybody's like, one of the big things that'll point out that's a conspiracy theory is nobody's ever in there. And then I thought back all the times I've been in a mattress store, nobody's ever fucking in there. Even the workers, I'm like, damn, is somebody working here? There's one right next to the... Um Panda Express over by my job, so I walk mm-hmm. past it all the time. There's always one guy just standing in there. He's always standing, which I thought was weird. Yeah. Like, there's no one ever in there, and you're just standing in there. Bro, I'd be taking a nap on that. <laughs> Man, I would have been fired. Yeah. That's crazy. Just shut off all the lights and close the door and just be, put a little sign up that says out for lunch or something. Just 
catch a 45 real quick. Right. Um, did you know that the average mattress has a 50% market? That's crazy. That is crazy. So that might be an argument as to this being a legit business and they just don't have to sell as many. Right. Because you sell one, you're selling two. That's you true. Know what I mean, I saw that there is 3,500 mattress firms across the country. Mm-hmm. That's a lot of fucking mattresses. That is. I wonder where they're mostly concentrated at. I wonder if they're like along the coastlines or in the middle of the country yeah. or like who's buying the mattress? Who, who's the most? Yeah. Who, who is buying the most mattresses? Why can I say that? Yeah. Cause I think on average, like every mattress is like 2K on average. Yeah. I think ours was like 1500. Yeah. I think when I paid for mine, it was, it was on sale at, Seriously, it was still like twelve hundred dollars. Yeah, mattresses ain't no joke. Um, let's dive into mattress firm though, <laughs> because I saw some interesting stuff about these guys, and I think this is actually um, the company that created the money laundering um, right. conspiracy. They seem to be the one that's um, at least most associated with the money laundering part. Correct. So, mattress firm was involved in a lawsuit. They had a couple executives that were um, accused of taking all these private. Jet trips, expense or getting gifts like expensive watches, staying at luxury hotels. Sounds like the NRA. What? <laughs> All these things. And they were pretty much bribes in exchange for the business to financially enrich themselves at the company's expense. Okay. Right? So that's what I was wondering why they in particular were getting sued just for getting some gifts, but that makes more sense. Yeah. So they were aggressively expanding the company to make it look as though the company was profitable. Okay. Right. So it's like stock manipulation. Like there's probably a bunch of shit that goes into that. Exactly. But instead they were taking all these gifts and stuff and putting them in their pocket. Obviously the defendants have denied allegations. Did it say who was giving them these trips? Investors. Investors. Okay. Uh-huh. Investors? Yeah. In air quotes? They kept it. So they argued that it was the company's aggressive store expansion and desire to remove all competition from the market that led to these stores to be opened. Okay. That was their defense. Gotcha. So it's like a monopoly. Exactly. They're going for a monopoly. Yeah. But based off of how these executives went about opening the stores and receiving gifts, almost looked like they were trying to cover their tracks. Gotcha. And funnel the money through these new companies that didn't necessarily need to be there. Right. So, yeah, they're pretty much just trying to hide their footsteps, their paper trail. Um, that's the alleged story, right? Then, Mattress Firm is owned by Steinhoff International. It's the second biggest furniture retail company in the world. I don't know if you knew that. Yeah. Right after Ikea. Oh. Yeah. Which that company is actually the subject of a massive criminal investigation. <laughs> they're a South African-based company with like 50,000 people, whatever. Okay. Uh, in 2017, the CEO resigned out of nowhere. Is accused of, or the CEO is actually accused of financial fraud, which probably is one of the main reasons he probably knew that they had some evidence. I'm I'm out of here. Uh (laughs) There's questions about taxes that they did and didn't pay. And then back in 2017, Steinhoff bought mattress firm for $2.4 billion. The crazy thing about that is that they paid $2.4 billion, which was twice as much as the company was actually worth at the time. Damn. And $2.4 million or $2.4 billion for billion. mattress firm? I need to get to the mattress game. But I mean, if you're really paying for something that can cover your money, it might be worth it oh, for that sure. way. You know what I mean? Most definitely. And I think that that's why a lot of people are looking at this like, oh, maybe they really are doing some funny shit because not only are you guys overpaying, not only are you guys um, lying about your taxes, not only did your CEO quit randomly not only do you have these executives that are opening branches at an unheard rate rapidly expanding yeah Yeah. um there's so many red flags going on here like what are you guys really doing uh it's interesting man what do you think about it uh i do think it's crazy like i said earlier every time i've seen a mattress place nobody's ever fucking in there Mm -hmm. like uh the one by car toys in federal way don't ever see anybody in there and it it's like all right how are you guys 
a sustainable operating business if nobody's ever in there buying anything. Right. But like you said, if they're marking them up 50%, then maybe they only need to sell three or four a day to meet their quota. But that still seems kind of crazy. Right. Um, did you Do you know where the term money laundering actually comes from? Washing money? Yeah. So it was actually Al Capone came up with this. He would use the money he made off of prostitution and illegal liquor sales to and would funnel it through laundry mats and mm. the name money laundering which is kind of weird laundry mats mattress mat mm. yeah i don't know i'm just finding something nothing but that is interesting yeah i just don't understand that why just mattress firms why would you not because obviously you just listed off a whole bunch of things which were raised red flags why would you only do mattresses like remember breaking bad they did like car washes and mm. what was it in um maybe they do because steinhoff is the main company okay Steinhoff bought Mattress Firm. Steinhoff is the biggest furniture company next to Ikea. Yeah. So they do do more shit. They just happen to buy one of the biggest mattress companies. Yeah, but what I'm saying is, though, like, if you knew it raised red flags expanding so fast, why wouldn't you choose, like, maybe other things to put the money into than just rapidly opening up all these mattress firms? Let's look at it like this. What if this is just a marketing scheme? And Could they be. put so many mattress firms out there so that you drive past it all the time that instead of... When was the last time you saw a, mar- a mattress firm advertisement on TV? Yeah, it used to be in the 90s. It used to have a lot of them were... So maybe they realized that that was a waste of money. Instead, we'll put these stores up, we'll buy property, and then we'll just put these stores up and they'll be used as like a billboard. Gotcha. So like the first thing that you think of when you want a mattress, like, oh, let's go to mattress firm. Right. I'm just pulling this out of my ass. Yeah. Yeah, you know I mean, but what if that is like their main thing? Right. And everyone's over here like, oh, you guys are just opening these up for no reason. But at the same time, like you putting your sign up on all these billboards, you can't even sell anything from your sign. That's true. So this could be a better uh, strategy. I wonder what their online sales look like or if they even have online sales. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, maybe that's the way they're making their money. Maybe they're just their their money comes from uh, home delivery like ordering online and then having somebody bring it to you and set it up and stuff. But yeah, I'm sure that's huge. Yeah. Everything's a markup. Um, <laughs> this has like nothing really to do with mattress firm, but the, probably the sketchy, one of the sketchiest things I've ever had in my life was there was a friend of ours in high or in college that wanted to get a new mattress. So he bought a king size sofa off of Craig's or king size <laughs> mattress off of Craigslist. Mind you, it was only 50 bucks. So that was already a red flag. Yeah, so when gross. he goes to pick it up, it's like some dude in the, in an SUV and he pulls it out the back and it's, it was just, it was fucking sketchy. Yeah. So I can never buy a used mattress. Cause I think like bed bugs. Or oh like, no, it was, it was brand new, but it was 50 bucks. Yeah. Though. I was like, dude, well, yeah, I'm not buying a mattress off of Craigslist. Yeah. So I'm buying I mean, a mattress off of Craigslist is wild. Yeah. That's nasty. I would rather just go buy like a, uh, what are those like couches that convert into a bed oh, rather futon? than, yeah, futon rather than buying a mattress off Craigslist. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, I don't, I mean, Again, with every considering all the red flags that you listed, it would look like they're doing some weird shit. And um, with the fact that it seems like nobody's ever there, mm-hmm. you know, it does make it look pretty sketchy. But I think that if you really wanted to make it look sketchy, it could. 100%. But at the same time, I almost feel like the theory that I was kind of made up about it being just like a walking or a drive by billboard. That almost seems pretty plausible to me. Yeah. There was a a video I saw online where this guy was singing this mattress song. He was, like, joking around, like, I'm going to go buy a mattress today. And he's, like, driving around, and he was pointing at all the mattress firms. There was, like, (laughs) four of them within, like, a a 10-minute block. Yeah. Just crazy. Yeah. Yeah. uh, Final takeaway about this? Um Probably find better ways to launder your money than a mattress firm. I don't know. Like, uh, yeah, I mean, honestly, with this kind of stuff, 
I think that mattress firm is probably one of the lower ends of money laundering in the business world. I'm sure that there's way bigger corporations that are doing this too, that we have no idea about. Yeah. I think that if they are doing money laundering, it's not through the mattress company. Like the mattress company is probably doing like some overseas shit. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yep. Oh, well. Yeah. <laughs> Picks? Picks of the week. I got two of them this week. I got one pick. And my pick this week is Ford stock. Ford stock? Like the car Ford? The car. Car company Ford. Okay. Um, I am not a financial advisor. Throwing that out there right now. So if you buy the shit and it tanks, that's on you, players. Facts. <laughs> uh, so I'm choosing Ford stock. I've been, I've had the stock probably for two years now. Uh, I have quite a bit of it. It was like maybe five bucks when I bought it, right? Per right. share. And at the time that I bought it, actually, I've had it for maybe three or four years now that I think about it. Because at the time, they had a couple models of cars that I thought was going to work really well. Okay. But the whole market shifted, and now car companies, or now consumers really only buy, like, crossovers, Mm -hmm. um, electric cars. For sure. Electric crossovers are huge. Yeah. So, that kind of fucked up my whole plan, but I I held on to it. And I've always thought Ford was a pretty solid company, so I was like, well, I'm not really going to lose any money ever. Mm -hmm. Um, So, the reason why I'm choosing Ford stock now, I think it's still... An early time because I think it's about seven fifty, seven dollars fifty cents per share okay. right now. So I think it's still an early time to get in on this, based off of what I just said about the current market climate of crossovers and SUVs and electric vehicles. So Ford has a Mach E Mustang Mach E coming out, sick, which is a crossover. It's not going to be a car. Oh, it's a crossover electric. SUV. It's a Mustang. It's a Mustang. Okay, that might be fire. It's pretty cool looking. Yeah. Like, look it up. It's pretty dope. The cool thing about it, though, is that there isn't really any cool SUVs, entry-level yeah. electric SUVs. Like the only like uh, SUVs I think are super cool, well, they're like the crossover ones, would be like a fucking Bentayga or something. Yeah, and that's still a hybrid. Yeah, that's, what, yeah, that's what I mean, though. Like, it's all the cool ones are really fucking expensive. Yeah. So this is going to be a fully electric car. It's going to be at a reasonable price. Like, I would say, like, 40 to 50 grand. They're going to sell like crazy. Yeah. Not only that, they have the Bronco coming out. Which looks super dope. Yeah, and they have the two models of that. Yeah. Bro, those are going to sell crazy, man. Yeah. And then on top of that, they have a new Mustang Mach 1 coming out. It's going to take the place of the old GT350. Okay. Which is a crazy performance car. Um, the actual car Mustang has not really ever had a problem with selling. Yeah. So just to add this on top of all the other things that's coming up, I think that 2021 is going to be a great year if COVID round two doesn't hit. Right. I think that they're on track to have a really good next year. The GT350 was the one that was like from the 90s, right? With the two stripes that go down. I mean, they have these uh, like GT350, Boss, uh, Billet. They have these models come out like every five ten years something like that yeah but it's like the the racing looking one right didn't yeah it's definitely a race car um, ford versus ferrari yeah was that the same car um oh you're thinking ford gt oh okay maybe that's what i'm thinking of yeah yeah ford gt is like an actual race car okay the ford gt350 is like a mustang with race car performance gotcha like the california special or like one of those ones yeah Yeah, exactly yeah so Yeah, I, like I said, I think next year Ford is going to have a really good year, and it's a very affordable stock is another reason why this is going to be my pick, so that everybody can get into the game. Yeah. Well, so, again, though, if the stock crashes. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, not, not touching <laughs> you that. Didn't, you didn't get the other information from us. Yeah. Um, I did want to ask you, because I saw that, uh, I can't remember the name of the company, but they just released their new uh, electric SUV or car, something like that, and it was 69 k and then Tesla brought the price down to match it. 
Oh, I'm sure. Oh, Tesla did this $69,420. Yeah, because it's like, I can't remember <laughs> what the funny. company's name called. It was like Luxor or Lux, Lux, Lucid. Lucid, yeah, yeah. Yeah, Lucid. So Lucid's a new electric company coming out. They have a car that's supposed to be rivaling the Tesla Model S. Okay. So it's supposed to have, you know, a lot of power, a very long range. The only problem I have with car or companies like that, if you are a new electric company coming out and fighting Tesla, I don't think you have the best of chance. Yeah. You might prove me wrong and I might miss out on a good opportunity, whatever. Right. But I'm not going to, I don't know. I just, I think they'll be all right. Like, do you remember Fisker? Yep. That company flopped really bad. Yeah. And they, um, they were, I think, right around the time Tesla started. Yeah. They had the, um, I remember, I think it was Bieber had the, like, yeah, the, the chrome one, the chrome wrapped one. Yeah. Which uh-huh. it looks cool. Yeah, they're all right. I mean, that company's back. I don't know if you knew oh, that. Oh, it is? Yeah, okay. they have like maybe two or three models of cars, expensive-ass cars. But... Whatever happened to Lotus? Are they still Lotus there? is still there. I'm pretty sure like all their lineup from like 2021 on is going to be electric. Okay. Which is cool. That's smart, yeah. A tiny-ass so. light car that's electric. Uh, another car manufacturer stock that I think is going to go up is the company that comes out with an affordable sports car. Like, um, you know how they have the Subaru BRZ? Yep. And the Toyota 86, it's all the same mm-hmm. car, right? Um, if they have something along that size, like a $30,000 car that millennials can get easily, that's electric and fast and fun, mm-hmm. whoever does that first, it's a wrap, bro. Those yeah. are going to sell so much. Pretty much like an electric Miata. If they made an electric Miata, <laughs> Miata. dude, it'd be crazy. The new Miatas are nice. Like, I haven't dope. seen them, but the Miata is so funny because all I think of is Vin Diesel in the first Fast and Furious. What do you say? He has a little Miata. Did he? I'm pretty sure he has a Miata. Oh, I don't remember that. Yeah. That's funny. <laughs> He's yeah. a big guy in a small car. It's funny. Yeah, man. Whoever can do that first and do it well, it's game over. I feel like Honda's going to do it or something. Mm-hmm. I think he has been actually killing it with some of the newer models that have been coming out with. Like, the Stingray looks really dope. Stinger. Stinger. Yeah. yeah. The, uh, and then, what was the other? The Optima? The Optima looks the, pretty cool. It's they changed like it to a K5. Yeah. Yeah, that's... Um, I, I think Korean car companies are killing it right now, bro. Yeah. For sure. Like, uh, when it comes to Kia, Genesis, and Hyundai, mm-hmm. they're killing it. All of them. That's dope. Well, that's our car talk for the week. Yeah. <laughs> all right, so two picks for me this week. Um, I think I sent this to you before, but Giveon, when it's all said and done, EP. He has a crazy voice, dude. Yeah, he's, it's only 11 minutes, but it's 11 minutes of pure fire. Yeah. Um, well, just like you were saying, he has a really unique voice. Um, his song with Snow Laker is crazy. And every time I listen to him, I get this weird, like, nostalgic feeling from his voice. Like... I can't really pinpoint what makes me like what his voice makes me feel nostalgic for, mm-hmm. but it just has like this weird energy. His voice has this weird energy around it. He almost sounds like a black Sam Smith. Yeah, I can see that. Yeah, that's a good comparison. Maybe that's the nostalgia I get from it. But yeah, I thought, I thought it's really dope. It's only eleven minutes long, but it's it's pretty good. Mm-hmm. But if anybody doesn't know who he is, he was the guy on the Chicago Freestyle with Drake, probably his most popular song. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I have one more pick for your cooking channel. Hey. I'm going to try making the mushroom burger this weekend. That looks fire. Okay. Um, how many videos do you have out now, too? Uh, I think I have two. So since you brought that up, I'm trying to figure out how I'm going to release this stuff because okay. I feel like what I have right now will more likely blend in and stick out. Gotcha. I think the content's good. I think the food that I make is good. Yeah, it looks fire. That it mushroom can, burger looks crazy. Yeah, man. It could definitely help anybody make something if you don't know what you want to make for dinner. Mm-hmm. But I think I'm a, me and uh, Spice, yeah. we, we're kind of in cahoots on this. So we've been figuring out ways to like 
really pop. So we got some shit coming. That's dope. Yeah. Appreciate the shout out, man. Yeah. uh, Do you want to plug what the channel is? Uh, Ty Cooks Now. Ty Cooks Now. Yeah. So you can find us on YouTube, Instagram. And uh, yeah, I cook now. So what's up? (laughs) (laughs) You're the the Bobby Flay of Lakewood? Hell yeah. (laughs) All right. You want to get into shout outs? Uh, Yeah. Um, I just want to shout out all the creatives this week. Uh, anybody who's pursuing their art, anybody that's not going to fuck about how it's perceived or pushing for something that others haven't done. Um, the road to being a creative and finding that spark is a long road, but when you do, it feels like a, like a whole new world's open to you. Um, so if people are pursuing artistic stuff and they haven't hit that spark yet, just keep going. Cause eventually you will. And like you were saying on that podcast a couple weeks ago, it's a freedom, like not giving a fuck what people think is a real freedom. So just keep grinding, keep creating, Keep not giving a fuck. And now artistics and creatives are becoming more and more prevalent in the business world with content creation and everything. So this is the perfect time to keep pursuing your art because now big business is really looking at content creators and things to help push their brands forward too. Real shit. So shout out all the creatives. To go on that, just starting is almost half the battle. Yeah. Like that's, it's hard to start. It's hard to start and it's hard to get over that initial first posting of something like getting over that like nervousness or scaredness. Yeah. Yeah. So shout out to all the creators out there. Find your freedom. For sure. Uh, my shout out this week is, uh, Coraline Giuliani. Hell yeah. Yeah. I'm, first of all, I want to throw this out there. I don't know this lady individually. Yeah. But I fuck with what she's doing right now. Um, she's endorsing Biden and she is the daughter of Mayor Giuliani. Rudolph nasty fuck Giuliani. Yeah. So, um, she came out and said that, like I said, she's endorsing Biden and that being the former New York City mayor's daughter has taught her that corruption starts with yes men and women. If being the daughter of a polarizing mayor who became the president's personal bulldog has taught me anything, it's that the corruption starts with yes men, yes women, the cronies who create the echo chamber of lies and right. and subservience to maintain their proximity to power. So the fact that she grew up in this world and is seeing how fucked up it is instead of following the footsteps and is breaking the cycle... Shout out to this lady. Super fire. And I think even the son came out and said that he's also supporting Biden as well. Pretty cool. Which I thought was pretty cool. Yeah. I mean, I've seen actually this happen to a couple different senators on the Republican side where their kids come out and say, fuck them. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think it's cool that our generation seems to be the generation that's waking up and realizing how corrupt and immoral this world is. And it's dope that instead of being afraid to to speak out against your parents or speak out against people, people are actually taking a, a more moral stance to things. So, yeah, I think that's really cool. Hell yeah. Um, I did want to say rest in peace to George Floyd. I believe it was supposed to be his 47th birthday this past week. Damn, rest in peace. So rest in peace to him. Also rest in peace, Kobe Bryant. Sunday was pretty emotional with the championship win. Love and miss you. Rest in peace to Gigi. And voting in Washington State is officially open as of today and runs through November 3rd. Ballots should have already gotten out. Do not forget to vote. Do not forget to exercise your right to vote in both local and federal level. Bro, I didn't get my ballot. I haven't got it yet either. I got my pamphlet, so. Oh, Weird, right? Maybe you'll get it today because today's like the actual opening day of. I did see the mailman just drive past. Yeah, so. I haven't checked my mail in two days, so it could be in there. Yeah. But uh, yeah, make sure you get out and vote. And uh, yeah, fuck Trump. Find us at the No Structure Podcast dot com. No Structure Podcast Instagram. Yep. No Structure Pod One Twitter. Twitter. And then uh, YouTube every Tuesday and Friday. There you go. Yeah. So yeah.